Assalamualaikum friends. Thank you for tuning in to Sekalview. We hope it has been beneficial for you. Have you tried to put aside a certain amount of your savings monthly, but after some time you end up using it? Have you tried all means of saving in different bank accounts, only to not reach your goals every year? What if there's a better method to save that you are not aware of? Our friends at CAQ Wealth Association is willing to help you save better for your future. Head over to tinyurl.com slash health to register your inquiry and they will get back to you as soon as possible. Now, let's get back to the episode of Circle of Ill. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Hi and Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala wabarakatuh. Welcome to the Circle of Ilm podcast where we share Islamic knowledge that caters to anyone and everyone. Through this podcast, you will learn anything and everything about Islam. From the basics to the advanced, there will be something for everyone, inshaAllah. My name is Ustaz Muhammad Fadli bin Muhammad Ayyub. InshaAllah, I will be sharing the story of Nabi Adam salam. This is where we will learn about Nabi Adam salam and also the creation of Eve and the role of the shaitan. Like what I have mentioned last week, Nabi Adam salam, when he was asleep and something woke him up and when he opened his eyes, he saw a beautiful face of a woman gazing down at him. Nabi Adam salam was surprised and asked the woman why she had been created. She revealed that she was to ease his loneliness and bring tranquility to him. The angels, the malaika, radiallahu anhum, questioned, questioned Nabi Adam salam. They knew that Adam possessed knowledge of things they did not know about and the knowledge mankind would need to occupy the earth. They said, who is this? And Nabi Adam salam replied, This is Hawa. Hawa in Arabic, it comes from the root word means high. High means living. Hawa, Sayyidatina Hawa radiallahu anha, is also an English variant of the old Hebrew words Hawa. Also deriving from high. Nabi Adam salam informed the angels that Sayyidatina Hawa was so named because she was made from a part of him and he, Nabi Adam salam was a living being. Both the Jewish and Christian traditions also maintain that Sayyidatina Hawa was created from Adam's rib. Although in a literal translation of the Jewish tradition, rib is sometimes referred to as side. Someone is beside you. Okay, someone that accompanies you, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Ya ayuhannas, O mankind, be dutiful to your Lord who created you from a single person, which is Nabi Adam alaihissalam, and from him, Nabi Adam alaihissalam, he created his wife Hawa, Sayyidatina Hawa radhiyallahu an, anha, and from them both he created many men and women." So we all begin from Nabi Adam and Sayyidatina Hawa. 
The traditions of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam relate that Sayyidatina Hawa was created while Adam was asleep from his shortest left rib and that after some time she was clothed with flesh. He, Prophet Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to the story of Sayyidatina Hawa creation from Adam's ribs as a basis for imploring people to be gentle and kind to women. Ya ayyuhal muslimin, ya ayyuhal muslimun. Rasulullah sallallahu had advised, I advise you to be gentle with women, for they are created from a rib and the most crooked portion of the rib. It is the upper part. If you try to straighten it, it will break. And if you leave it, it will remain crooked. So I urge you to take care of the of the women. So this story when we learn about Nabi Adam alaihi salam, where uh, the origins of Sayyidatina Hawa was being created, all of this is to tell us that uh, we need to love our women. Uh, we need to respect uh, our sisters. Uh, we need to respect uh, anybody uh, who's on the opposite gender. We must love them. That's what Rasulullah says. The best of people are the best who are good to their family. Okay, And if we, if we look uh, that in this world, uh, we have so many sisters. Our sisters, and we are not saying that these are the, our biological sisters, but we are trying to say that they are the sisters of this world. So when we say we respect them like sisters, so we must do so. We cannot talk bad things about them. We cannot uh, use our eyes gazing uh, on them. We must respect them. Would you like our sisters or mothers to be looked at like that or to be disrespected? Definitely no. So, from this, we learn we must respect women. To continue this, living in paradise, Nabi Adam salam and Sayyidatina Hawa dwelt in tranquility, peace in paradise, peace and harmony. This too is agreed upon by the Islamic, Christian and Jewish tradition. The religion Islam, eh? Our religion tells us that all of paradise was theirs to enjoy and God said to them, Eat, both of you, freely with pleasure and delight of things, therein as wherever you will. And just like in the Quran, the Quran does not reveal the exact location of where this paradise was. However, commentators agree that it is not on the earth and that the knowledge of the location is of no benefit to mankind. So when the Quran tells us something, it must be beneficial. If it's not beneficial, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala won't eh, wrote it or won't say in the Quran. The benefit is in understanding the lesson from the events that took place there. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continued his instructions to Adam and Sayyidatina Hawa by warning them, Come not near this tree or both of you will be of the wrongdoers. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refrained them from getting near the tree. Not you can get near but you don't eat this, no. Getting near is also a sin. The Quran does not reveal what type of tree it was. We have no details and seeking such knowledge also produces no benefit. It doesn't matter whether we know what tree, eh, coconut tree or apple tree, 
Right? It doesn't matter. What matter is that Allah forbid them or forbid them to get near to the tree. Okay? Alhamdulillah. What is understood is that Nabi Adam AS lived a tranquil existence and understood that they were forbidden to eat from the tree. However, Shaitan, the devil, was waiting to exploit the weakness of mankind. Who is the devil? Who is Shaitan? Shaitan is a creature from the world of the jinn. The jinn are creation, are creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from fire. Eh? They are separate and different from both the angels and mankind. And they are unlike the angels and mankind. However, like mankind, they possess the power of reason and can choose between good and evil. The jinn existed before the creation of Adam and Satan. Shaitan was the most righteous amongst them. So much so that he was elevated to a high position amongst the angels. Azazel eh, is the name of the shaitan. Eh? And the Christians call them Azazel. Okay? That was the name before he was banished, eh? where he was uh, thrown out from the heaven. The angels prostrated themselves, all of them together. Eh? Under the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, some anwata'atan, the angels prostrate to Adam alayhi salam. Except shaitan. He refused to be, he refused to be among the prostrators. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O shaitan, what is your reason for not being among the prostrators? The shaitan said, I am not the one to prostrate myself to a human being whom you created from a sounding clay of altered black smooth mud. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Then get out from here. For verily indeed you are an outcast or cursed one. Verily the curse shall be upon you till the day of resurrection. The role of shaitan. Shaitan was there in the paradise of Adam and eh, Sayyidatina Hawa radiallahu anha and his vow. And, and he had made a vow to misguide and deceive them and their descendants. The shaitan says, Surely I will sit in wait against them, eh, against the human beings, on your straight path. Then I will come to them from before them and behind them, from right and left. Shaitan is arrogant and considers himself better than Adam a.s. And thus mankind, he is crafty and cunning, but ultimately understands the weakness of human beings. He recognizes their loves and desires. Shaitan did not say to Adam and Sayyidatina Hawa, go eat from the tree. Nor did he outrightly tell them to disobey Allah. He whispered into their hearts and planted disquieting thoughts and desires. Shaitan told Nabi Adam and Sayyidatina Hawa, Your Lord did not forbid you this tree, save you should, that you should become angels or become of the immortals. Their minds become filled with thoughts of the tree and one day, decide, and one day they decided to eat from it. Nabi Adam a.s. and Sayyidatina Hawa behave as all human beings do, they become preoccupied with their own thoughts as and the whispering of the shaitan and they forgot the warning of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Eh? Islam is in no way indicates that Sadatina Hawa was the weaker of the two or that she tempted Nabi Adam alayhi salam to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Eating the fruit of the tree was a mistake committed. Remember, it is a mistake eh, committed by both Adam and Eve. They bear equal responsibility. 
it was not the original sin spoken about in Christian traditions. The descendants of Adam are not being punished for the sins of their original parents. It was a mistake. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in His infinite wisdom and mercy, forgave them both. Inshallah, next week I will share part 3, the story of Nabi Adam alayhi salam. The topic is going to be the descent. And now I would like to share with you one of the Ijazul Quran. And last week we have talked about uh, the sun being close, the ozone layers, and the sky as a protective covering. Today I'm going to share with you about the mountains. What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talk about the mountain? Let us first read the verse from Surah Al Anbiya, verse 30. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وجعلنا في الأرض رواسي أن تميد بهم وجعلنا فيها فجاجا سبلا لعلهم يحتدون which means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we had placed within the earth firmly set mountains lest it should shift with them this ayah is talking about how the mountains holding down the earth, making the earth a strong place for us to live in. The earth that we live in is in a constant state of motion. It is moving. We do not feel it because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed gigantic, gigantic mountains to hold it down. This fact was unknown until the geologists. The geologists discovered that mountains have roots deep under the surface of the ground. These roots clench different plates of the earth like a peg or an anchor to control and prevent it from shaking. The miracles of the Quran teaches us to appreciate the artistry of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and acknowledge the things that he has done for us to make our survival possible. Imagine if there were no mountains, how we would have walked on this earth when it was constantly shaking. As the people who have lived through tremors or after shock, after an earthquake, there is a constant fear. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created something, it is not futile, it is not wasteful. There's reason for it. For mountains, they are holding down the earth. For us, uh, so that we are able to walk, uh, reach our destination, uh, do our acts of worship, do good things. If not, if we are constantly shaking, it's going to be hard for us to live in, in this world. And that concludes today's episode. Tune in again next week, same time, same place, same me, for the continuation of today's episode. Don't forget to follow our channel so that you'll be notified when a new episode drops. Do follow us on our social media platforms at Circle of Elm for updates on future episodes and other topics. We would love for you to share and tag us as well. If you have learned something from today's episode, with that, thank you. Jazakumullah khairan. And see you next week, insha'Allah. Wabilahi topic wal hidayah. Wassalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Ma'assalamah.